2. It was a 15-mile ride to Hardyville, and it would take Bogue and Will Statch close to three hours. Mr. Pickett and the rest of them had a couple of hours head start, but Bogue wasn't worried. The gold wasn't going anywhere until the riverboat reached Hardyville, and that wouldn't be until the middle of the afternoon. He set a pace that would conserve the animals. It was all broken wastes on both sides of the river up here, the country buckling and creasing up toward the Black Canyon Gorge, a little way above Hardyville, and the Grand Canyon beyond that. The Colorado River came down a thousand miles through the Rockies from somewhere in Wyoming, and by the time it got to this point in Arizona, it was moving fast and carrying a great deal of mud. It had another 400 miles to cross between here and the Gulf of California. Those were the navigable 400 miles, and even so, the Johnson-Yeager riverboat fleet only made it up as far as Hardyville during the high water of the spring thaw and the fall rains. The rest of the time the town withered beside a half-dry riverbed and had occasional contact with the rest of the world by way of the jackass mail on its way across the Mogollon route from Santa Fe to California. Pretty soon the railroad would reach the Colorado. End of track was already as far west as Prescott. But right now Hardyville was about as alone as you could get between riverboats. There were a dozen gold camps in the mountains, inhabited by fools who didn't know the hardest of all ways to earn gold was to mine for it. Hardyville was smarter than that. Hardyville let the miners sweat the ore out of the ground. Hardyville just smelted it and stacked it up on the pier and shipped it out to the banks three or four times a year on Johnson Yeager paddle wheelers. For performing that service, Hardyville made more money out of the gold than the miners did. Hardyville was a clever, hard town that wasn't going to make it easy for Jed Pickett to steal its bullion. Bogue had known that from the outset. He hadn't been too eager at first. That had been six weeks ago, in Ehrenberg. The town was building a road to somebody's chicken farm and had adopted Bogue and Willstatch the day they arrived there. Ten dollars were thirty days apiece. Bogue had a gold eagle in each boot, the last of his mustering out pay. But he wasn't ready to spend his last twenty dollars on fines for the both of them. They elected jail, where the town would feed them. Then they found out about the road. Good luck it had been early March. Ehrenberg in the middle of the summer would have cooked a man on the road. On the chain gang they met Gutierrez, who was a crickety little Mexican with a doolappy face. Gutierrez let them walk into it all by themselves. He didn't say much of anything at first. He just let Bogue and Will Statch complain themselves right into it. Bogue, what we gonna do when we get off here? Cross the river to California. Then what? Go back to busting horses for six bits a head, busting our own black skulls in the bargain, dig graves for a quarter whiskey and a corpse? We'll do better than that. We're soldiers. Fine, Bo. You just show them your sergeant stripes and they're going to make you the head of the bank. We can get jobs riding shotgun. Bo, you've been in the cavalry too long. How many white men you know going to trust a nigger to goddamn money? Gutierrez insinuated himself quietly. He didn't make a big show of his sympathy. You both got discharged out of the army, eh? Willstatch said, Well, 
we run down Geronimo for them, and since then, they ain't had enough Indians to go around. I guess the War Department decided it was easier to feed an Indian than fight him. You both in the 10th Cav, eh? Bogue said. That was a lot of miles ago. So they just used you up and threw you both out like an old shoe. Bogue here had 14 years worth of hash marks. You see the stitch marks on his sleeves there? How about you? Me, I only done six years in the Buffalo Soldiers. You both kill a lot of Indians, eh? Bogue and Willstash just looked at the Mexican, and he didn't talk to them again for two or three days.